Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. Today, you are gonna be learning the nine top red flags that you need to be aware of, that you need to be looking for when you are trying to buy a new house here in Las Vegas. Hi guys, my name's Tom. I help people move to Las Vegas. I love living here. I help people live here. It's really an amazing city. So if you wanna learn more about Las Vegas, please subscribe. And with that, let's get right into the top nine red flags that you need to pay attention to when you're buying a house. That first red flag is going to be too many homes on the market in a particular area. Now, right now guys, it's a seller's market here in Las Vegas and there aren't a ton of homes on the market right now and that's part of kind of part of the seller's market, right? There aren't that many homes for sale. Uh, so sellers have a lot of control because there's a lot of buyers looking for very few homes. So in this market right now, this probably isn't gonna be a problem. But if it changes to a buyer's market or maybe just a market straight down the middle, if you ever go to a neighborhood, you're looking for a house and you know, this house is for sale, the next one's for sale, the next one's for sale, the next one's for sale. You're really gonna to have to talk to your realtor about this one, but my point being that if there are a ton of houses for sale in a particular neighborhood, and these could be apartments for sale or condos for sale, townhomes, anything. If there's a ton of houses, uh, properties for sale in a particular area, you might wanna start diving in deeper to, and asking your realtor, maybe asking some of the neighbors, kind of figuring out you know, why are there so many properties selling here? Are all these people older and now they're trying to downsize, maybe move into retirement communities, something like that? Or is the crime rate going up or has something else happened? So that's a big red flag you definitely wanna look out for. And before we go any further, guys, pop down in the comment section. If you have a red flag uh, that you think, you know, people need to be looking out for when they're buying a house here in Las Vegas or anywhere else in the country, pop that down in the comment section below. You can also text me or call me if you want to uh, tell me that red flag directly. All right, with that guys, let's pop over to the number two red flag. And that is going to be schools enrolling less students. So typically here in Las Vegas and a lot of places around the country, schools will keep enrolling kids until they reach their maximum number, the maximum number of kids that can actually attend school at that particular facility. So if you see a school or multiple schools in an area that are enrolling less kids than they used to be, uh, or maybe that number is, you know, keep going down, or maybe they've consistently been under that maximum number, that could possibly be a red flag saying that the neighborhood's not as desirable because the school's not as desirable, or the other way around. This has a lot to do with, you know, the parents moving into the area, the age of the kids, a lot of different factors can come into play. Of course, school ratings, uh, you know, schools are rated in all sorts of different places, all sorts of different ways. Some good places you can look up school ratings here for Las Vegas. Uh, would be niche.com or greatschools.org. They have some great stuff and check them out definitely before you move anywhere, trying to figure out you know the best place for your kids to go to school, figure out what those school ratings mean, especially because like I said, there's a lot of different ratings. But if you see schools consistently under enrolling students or that number decreasing, that means people are probably moving the area and there's gotta be a reason, or excuse me, that means people are probably leaving the area and there's gotta be a reason for that. So deep dig in a little bit further as to why that's happening because that could be a big red flag. That third red flag, is gonna be a nearby industrial zone. So this could be something, you know, even like a gas station next door up into an enormous warehouse or an enormous industrial facility with heavy equipment and construction and all that stuff, uh, kind of stuff going on. So if you're moving into an area and maybe that's kind of in your backyard right over the fence, 
maybe you want to think twice about living there because you don't know what kind of noise is going to be happening in the area. That's uh, probably going to effectively drive property values down because other people and realtors are going to see that and say, hey, you know, maybe I don't want to live next to an industrial zone. And there's all sorts of other hazards too. There's possible health hazards, chemical hazards. Uh, you know, the list goes on and on, guys. But you need to talk to your realtor uh, and maybe bring in a different kind of specialist that can kind of tell you about possible health hazards about living next to a large facility like that. Um, but basically guys, the gist of it is that's definitely gonna drive property values down. So that is also a big red flag when you're looking for a home. Before we go into number four guys, I just wanted to remind everybody, these red flags are really important. Uh, I feel like people get too focused on the home and I've seen this before and I've even personally done it myself when I was personally buying my own home. You get too focused on the home, you need to look at the bigger picture. You can change your home, you can knock down walls, you can paint it a different color, you can add an addition, you can you know destroy part of the house and rebuild it, all sorts of things. But you have no power over the neighborhood, whether it's HOA or not, no matter what the neighborhood looks like, you don't have the power to change that, you don't have the ability to change that. So the, the neighborhood is really important, guys. It can have a lot of effect on your property value, and it'll have a lot of effect on a lot of different things, uh, including your health. So make sure you keep your eyes wide open, look at the neighborhood as well as the home, and that's, again, why these red flags are really important, because these are things that are taking place in your neighborhood that are gonna affect you, your home, and everything in the area. With that, guys, let's jump to number four, and that's gonna be empty, storefronts. So a large amount of empty storefronts in a particular area is going to signal a poor micro economy, right? That's going to signal that the people in that area don't have the disposable income uh, to, you know, essentially purchase products that would be in those stores. Now, just because people in an area don't have a large amount of disposable income, that doesn't necessarily mean that the, uh, the area is bad. But what it does mean is that the economy might not be doing so well in that area. And if that's the case, and you're looking for a local job or something like that, that you know, a poor economy, the neighborhood might be beautiful, but a poor economy in that area means that it's gonna have a harder time finding a job. You're gonna have a harder time finding a job. There might be people in your neighborhood who, same thing, can't find a job or are losing their job. And that can lead to foreclosures and other you know terrible things in the housing market that can affect your property value as well as the property value of everyone in the neighborhood. So make sure you keep an eye open for a lot of empty storefronts um, and make sure you really do your dil due diligence there figure out why those storefronts are empty uh, and then make an informed decision from there. Number five is gonna be a Stepford community. Now you've probably seen the show Stepford Wives. So what I mean by Stepford community is a community where everything looks the same. The houses are all identical or very similar. You know, same paint colors, similar vehicles. It, it really, you can get really down into the nitty gritty for the Stepford stuff. And this is a really important one for Las Vegas because there are a lot of communities in Las Vegas. I would say the majority of communities in Las Vegas actually are controlled by HOAs or CICs. Now, HOA means homeowners association, CIC means common interest community. They're both the exact same thing. Um, and we'll stick with the HOA nomenclature for the uh, time being. But what that means is that there is an organization that you're gonna pay monthly dues to or quarterly dues, however it's structured, and they're gonna pass bylaws and kind of control what you can and cannot do with your property, such as, uh, you know, they're not going to let you paint your house purple with green polka dots because that would be bad for everybody. So they're not going to let you do that. And if you were to do that, they were going to fine you. So an HOA and CIC, that helps keep 
the property values in an area high for everyone. It helps the community looking good for everyone and that sort of thing. So um, what I mean by Stepford community, if you have like a really restrictive HOA, and this does happen in Las Vegas and it happens all over the country, if you have a really restrictive HOA that really does not let anybody you know, uh, break apart or have any kind of a different house or a different property or different landscaping, anything like that, that can possibly be a huge problem because maybe you have an RV or maybe you do want to paint your house, even if it's just a pretty benign color, like you don't really like the tan that your house is painted and you want to paint it gray. The HOA still might have a problem with that. So you need to make sure that the HOA or CIC, whatever organization controls your community, isn't going to be so restrictive that it's gonna put a damper on your lifestyle and the lifestyle that you want to live. So definitely check into that because once you buy that house or in that community, you're gonna be limited by that HOA down to the rule of law. And fun fact guys, uh, if you were to do something, say, you know, even just like build a patio in your backyard, the HOA find out, found out about it and then they said, no, you have to tear that patio up. If you said no and they find you, uh, they can actually put liens on your house and eventually they can take your home. So that's really important. Uh, you wanna get into an HOA, into an area where you can live your life the way you wanna live it, and you'll be much happier that way, I'm sure. All right, guys, that number six red flag is going to be no parking. And when I say no parking, I don't mean that there are no parking spaces in a community or that everyone's driveway is really small or non-existent. What I mean by no parking is that there are a lot of parking spaces. There are a lot of physical places to park vehicles, but they're all full. Okay, that's a problem because who's to say people won't start parking in your parking spots? Uh, and where are you people, you know, your family comes to visit, where are they gonna park? You have uh, friends in town, where are they gonna park? If, you're, uh, if your neighbor's spot is taken, is your neighbor gonna take your spot? Or if someone takes your spot, where are you gonna park? Who do you even contact, <clears throat> excuse me, who do you even contact to get that resolved? So that's something that's really important, guys. I personally had this happen to me when I first moved to Las Vegas, my girlfriend and I, years ago, we rented a house and, uh, you know, we rented a house. We were in New York. We rented a house without even looking at it and had like virtually no driveway, virtually no parking in the neighborhood. And this was a huge problem when people came to visit us. So definitely check on that, guys. Yeah, that could be a big red flag for the neighborhood, big red flag for the area. All right, guys, number seven red flag is going to be poor home maintenance. Now, there's a really common misbelief that only communities of people with lower income have poor home maintenance. That's not true. Poor home maintenance is 100% mindset. If somebody wants their home to look nice, you can be damn sure that it's gonna look nice. I have seen wealthier communities, more affluent individuals, who just didn't give a crap what their home looked like, what their yard looked like, what their landscaping looked like. They weren't willing to put the work in. They just didn't care. And so it fell into a state of disrepair. And that's unfortunate for the whole neighborhood because everybody's property value goes down and everybody's home looks a little bit worse because of that. So if you're moving into an area and a lot of the homes are in disrepair, a lot of the landscaping needs redone, that sort of thing, you definitely want to think twice about living there because those problems are most certainly going to affect your property value and it's very likely that those problems are gonna get worse before they get better. You know, Your whole neighborhood is unlikely to just wake up one morning and change their ideas and think, oh man, I really better go blow the leaves out of the rocks and mow my grass and do this and do that. That's really unlikely to happen, guys. So that's a big red flag. Make sure you stay aware of it when you're looking at all the neighborhoods you think you might wanna live in. Number eight, guys, 
this is uh, this is definitely another big red flag, and this is actually kind of an internal emotional red flag. If you, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have to justify a purchase to yourself, if you have to sit there and think, oh, you know, there's five things wrong with it, but I think I can do this, and I think I can do that, and the neighbor will do this, and that is a big red flag, guys. The home for you, the home of your dream, the home you like, really any kind of home that you would see yourself living in at that very moment should not have to be a justification. If you have to argue with yourself as to why you should live there, that's not really a good sign. That means there's probably problems with the neighborhood or problems with the property or some other kind of problem uh, that's keeping you from living there and you need to face the problem don't ignore it. Try to talk yourself into buying a home. Buying a home is a huge step. Uh, it's a step a lot of people take, and some of them take it a little too lightly, and they end up overburdened. Um, and you know, a lot of bad things can happen, guys. Owning a home is a wonderful way to build wealth, but it's also a wonderful way to lose a lot of money and put yourself in a bad situation if you're not paying attention. So pay attention. Talk to your realtor, and do not justify a purchase to yourself. When that home is right, it's right, and you'll know it. Finally, guys, number nine, and that is a seller who is selling the property as is. What this generally means is that the seller is not willing to make any repairs on the property at all. Now, a lot of people see this as, oh my God, they said as is. The house must be like horrible and the septic's bad and this is bad and the roof is bad. That's not the case. In today's seller's market here in Las Vegas, there's a lot of sellers selling their homes as is, not because they don't want to make repairs or not because they uh, have big problems with their house, but simply because there's a ton of competition in the market right now and they know they can get away with it. They can sell the house without having to make repairs, whether it's a minor repair or in some cases, a major repair. So because just because you see a house as is or selling as is, doesn't mean that you shouldn't look at that house. It doesn't mean that uh, you know that isn't house for you, but it does mean that there may be major problems with it and or the seller may be a little more difficult to uh, deal with, right? Because like I said, they, they know that the competition is on their side. They know the market's on their side. So it's just something to look out for. Again, talk with your realtor, your real estate agent, whoever your trusted real estate advisor is. Talk with them, have them explain the situation to you. Talk about the house, do all that sort of stuff. Uh, and more often than not, an as-is house turns out to be perfectly acceptable uh, for you to buy and to move into. But like I said at the last one, guys, when it's right is right, don't force it. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Please stay tuned to all my videos and go check out the rest of the stuff on my channel. As always, my contact information is down below. So if you want to reach out, say hi. If you want to work with me here in Las Vegas to help you find your dream home, I'm definitely available to help you. You just got a call or text. I'm getting reach outs all the time but I'm never too busy for yours. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day.